the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. We must make the pledge that we shall always march ahead. We cannot turn back. There are those who are asking the devotees of civil rights when will you be satisfied? We can never be satisfied as long as the Negro is the victim of the unspeakable horrors of police brutality. We can never be satisfied. As long as our bodies heavy with the fatigue of travel cannot gain lodging in the motels of the highways and the hotels of the cities. We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro's basic mobility is from a smaller ghetto to a larger one. We can never be satisfied as long as our children are stripped of their selfhood and robbed of their dignity by signs stating for whites only. We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro in Mississippi cannot vote, and a Negro in New York believes he has nothing for which to vote. No, no, we are not satisfied, and we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. Welcome, Bill Bunkley here for this special Monday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. It is the annual recognition of civil rights leader Dr. Martin Luther King, as well as uh, the minister. And today, people all around the United States of America are remembering his past. And of course, as you just heard from that cut, uh, Dr. King was very well known for advancing racial equality uh, in the 1950s and 1960s, and his tactics were nonviolence uh, as well as civil disobedience. 
And uh, also, as Paul Batura writes for Focus on the Family, which I'm going to be sharing about two of Dr. King's mentors today, that um, his oratory and the way that he communicated his passionate, heartfelt desire for these civil rights advantages, uh, not advantages, advances, I should say, um, those advances were seeds that have been planted and have continued to be watered all the way down and through today. And uh, it was uh, April, uh, what was it, 1980, I believe. No, 1968. I'm just missing it. You can tell I've got to get reared up here. April 1968 was when Dr. Martin Luther King was gunned down by James Earl Ray on that uh, Memphis balcony. And... uh, I think I mentioned this last year that uh, Mrs. Bunker and I and Zach have had the opportunity to visit uh, that location, and uh, we just we actually parked the car in the parking lot where you really can see the same scenes of the open porches there. But uh, I want to talk about that in just a moment in terms of um, two people who played an important role in Dr. King's life. And you know, not everyone as called from God, is going to rise to the level of prominence um, and mutual nationwide respect as Dr. King did. But I want to talk about two of his mentors because all of us, all of us have a role. All of us have a plan. God has a perfect plan for all of us. And uh, for all of us today, regardless of whether you're young or old, you know, that mission is not over. But today I thought I would also talk about these two men that were a very important inspiration to Dr. King. Also, um, they are um, a tribute paid by uh, Paul Batura with Focus on the Family entitled Two Men Who Helped Shape Martin Luther King's Life and Offer a Lesson for Us All. And that's the two people I'm going to talk about in just a minute. Paul did a great job. But first, I want to thank you, and I'll probably be saying this over and over during the next two hours. I want to thank each and every one of you because very early this morning, our campaign for Heart for Lebanon was was not only coming to a close, but at the very, very last minutes, the support came in, and I'm here to tell you I'm almost speechless because we attained our goal for 18 children, refugees in Lebanon. And because of your efforts and your generosity, I want to report to you that we can say victoriously that we went across the goal and that you, Central Florida, have provided five months, not one, not two, not three, not four, you have, you have provided five months of education for this brand new class of 18 children where they are now going to be able to come in. They'll have the instructional materials. They'll have the opportunity to learn about uh, Jesus Christ. They will be getting a Christian education, and they're going to get a well, well-fed uh, lunch 
that's going to help make up for some of the things that they're not able to uh, get living in those refugee camps. So uh, on behalf of Heart for Lebanon, Camille Malki, which is the co-founder uh, in Lebanon, my, my Lebanese great friend who uh, it's his heart and the heart of his staff that is uh, absolutely uh, over the top when it comes to their integrity. I want to uh, thank Tom Adama and um, for his uh, opportunities to just um, be the American co-founder here and um, Jack Hibbard. Uh, Jack, uh, of course, uh, is with the Hibbard Group and helps make these things possible. And um, I just want to thank them for the work that they're doing along with thanking you. So you'll hear me mention this a couple of three times in both hours because I want to make sure everybody who stood with me, who stood with uh, Salem Media Central Florida, standing with these kids. I want I want everyone who um, who helped us uh, to be able to hear uh, my hearty thank you this afternoon. Well, we got a few minutes before we go to um, to the break, and we are talking about uh, Dr. Martin Luther King today. Uh, first off, a little bit later on in the program, let me give you a little taste of what's in store for today's show. Well. The NFL Zebras stole the show, as well as the game in the Big Easy last night. Wow, Patriot reruns is the story again in KC. We'll have that discussion in a moment. Plus, if you stayed up late tonight, you know that the red moon was definitely overhead. We'll talk about that. And guess which ones of the Prosperity Gospel adherents has now done a 180 and is denouncing the false gospel of, well, prosperity gospel. We'll have that and more on today's edition of Bill Bunkley Show. I want to remind you that our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. And just a quick update, no real progress between the president and uh, Democrats in the Congress in terms of uh, coming to uh, uh, some sort of agreement. I believe tomorrow the Senate's going to be passing out uh, Senator uh, uh, President Trump's proposal uh, that he outlined on Saturday, his compromise proposal. I believe the House, uh, who's already denounced that as a non-starter, they're going to be passing out their version of a bill, I think, tomorrow or Wednesday. So the deadlock continues, and we'll continue to see how it uh, unfolds. But, you know, I want to talk about mentors, and we're going to take a break in just a moment, but... Um, not only from the fact that I want you to take a, a walk back on memory lane about mentors in your life, I want to remind you that you could very well be a mentor right now, and you could be a positive or a negative mentor. And i got to tell you, you know, in these days, I, I worry a lot about being myself uh, a negative mentor, especially uh, around, the, around my family because, you know, I'm still not up to par and... Um, uh, there's just things that sometimes I say and I do that uh, I regret, and they're just part of what comes along with the road that I'm on right now with uh, my transplant with my leukemia. But I want to talk about mentors, and I want to plant the seed that maybe, just maybe, you might be the mentor. What God's called you to do in your profession, what you do may be something that uh, you never know who's going to come along in your path that may be good a good opportunity for you to pass it along. Well, the the Martin Luther King story 
has two men um, that were very important to the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. When he was 15, he enrolled in Morehouse College way back in 1944. He wanted to be a lawyer or a physician, and um, he was from Georgia. And during that time, he met two men who most historians will tell you, and Paul Batura, folks in the family will tell you, changed the course of his life and, in turn, the trajectory of race relations in America. As a young student at Morehouse College, King attended Tuesday morning chapels each week inside Sale Hall on the famed Atlanta campus. Paul Batura continues to write, Presiding and preaching was Dr. Benjamin E. Mays, the school's president. His sermons were dynamic, challenging students to not only excel academically, but more importantly, consider how their individual gifts complemented God's call on their lives. Intrigued by Mays' sermons, Dr. King would remain behind each Tuesday to talk with the college president. He peppered him with questions and follow-up questions. The young student went so far as to invite Mays home to dinner to meet Dr. Martin Luther King Sr. and his mom. And uh, from that uh, time forward, there was a, a tight friendship that was born. At the same time, a young Dr. King also encountered Dr. George Kelsey, Morehouse College's director of the School of Religion. And while he was in his classroom, the youngster was awed by the power and depth of Kelsey's Bible teaching. We'll pick that story up in a moment. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Want to share something about Dr. King's legacy? Give us a call. I'm Bill Bunkley. Going to take a time out. More on the two mentors of Dr. Martin Luther King when I return. I'll be right back. part of my life. At the CMA Foundation, we believe every child should have the access and opportunity to participate in quality music programs. Music education isn't just important if you're going to make it your career. Music is transformative, and I want to ensure that it is never silenced. Learn more at itstartswithme.org. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. It's enough. His grace, it's sufficient for me and for you. But God doesn't stop there. He actually says power. His power is perfected in weakness. What a great thought. God is not bemoaning our inadequacies. He's not enumerating our failures. Instead, God says, relax, stand back. Now that you've admitted your weaknesses, avail yourself of my grace and watch me work through you. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. 
We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. That's right, Tampa Bay. If you have a cracked windshield and full coverage insurance, they can install a new one for free and buy back your old one for up to $100 cash on the spot. Call 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Bill Bunkley, we're back on this Dr. Martin Luther King Day, the 21st day of January. And uh, delighted to have you aboard. Today we're not only talking about Dr. Martin Luther King, federal holiday to pay tribute to his enormous contributions to the U.S. of A., but also to talk about mentors. Because I want to tell you, uh, George Washington had a surrogate father. There are so many testimonies throughout history, throughout American history, of where either a biological mom or dad or a surrogate type of mom and dad or a a mentor really stepped in and made a difference in someone's life. Maybe you have that testimony. Be glad to hear from you now at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I want to tell you that in addition to the two people I was just talking about, Dr. Benjamin Mays, the school president there at Morehouse College, as well as Dr. George Kelsey, uh, who was the college director of school and religion. Um, i tell you what, Dr. Martin Luther King uh, really was inspired by these two mentors. Bob Atura, uh, writes a very good piece that I'm quoting from today, Focus on the Family. You can um, see that uh, at, uh, I put it on my Facebook and uh, links on both uh, the Bill Bunkley Twitter and the Florida ERLC Twitter but you can also go to the opinion page of Fox News because he wrote the opinion for Fox. Uh, but he writes, for a teenager, Martin Luther King Jr., the combination of Mays' soaring oratory with Kelsey's substantial lectures on race and faith convinced Dr. King that preaching could be both mentally stimulating and emotionally satisfying. Spiritually moved, King abandoned his original career paths and instead committed to the ministry, enrolling in seminary following graduation in 1948. According to the late civil rights leader himself, absent the influence of Mays and Kelsey, he never would have dedicated his life to working towards a day when people would not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And they continued to be those mentors uh, for a long period of time with Dr. King. And so I want to just focus on a very important part of that statement. Because we are so busy. We're moving around. We have all this going on. And we we really, to our detriment, are so overscheduled. We have less and less time built in to stop and pause and interact with people along our along our way and um, just think of the 
message that Dr. King sends us today. He would not have been led to do what he did if it wasn't for these two individuals that he just soaked up like a sponge. And then I believe, according to my faith, that God used him in that in 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 that desire that he got from these two mentors. Now let me just say this. I always just like to, to say this. You know, many, many of the important people who have contributed to world society, world history, American society, American history, certainly to the men and women that God used from Genesis to Revelation in the Gospels. Look, God has always used flawed people. We call them sinners. And I want to say that that it's one of those thought-provoking periods in life when you look at all of what Dr. Martin Luther King accomplished, but also know that Uh, He had a tremendous blind spot, a tremendous moral failing when it came to uh, his wife. And and all I'm going to say is, is that many times, if you're a history buff, remember when it comes to history, those who are on the positive or the winning side of history are usually the ones, especially going way back, those accounts, those observations, those opinions usually go into the story. But there's always another story. And so I, any of you who are young historians or vow to be historians, well, we have our mentors. But we also realize that those mentors were mere human beings and uh, there was only one perfect person without sin, and that was our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So just having said that as a side note, I want to get back to just talk about the fact that what Dr. Martin Luther King preached, nonviolence and civil disobedience. In the world that is getting more and more of what I call our road rage mentality, We are getting so far afield from appropriate moral conduct in this nation, it it really is disturbing. When you think about the 50s and 60s, and what a terrible line in the sand. I grew up in the South. I was born and raised here in Tampa. Half my family is uh, in Georgia. The other half is in Montana. So I can tell you by growing up here in the south, I know exactly now, and every year it's a little deeper in my wisdom, I remember the colored water fountains. And they weren't color because of color. That's where African Americans had to, to drink. The the whites-only counter downtown at the... Uh, a crest in Woolworth. And uh, I remember when African Americans started saying, no, we're not going to drink at separate water fountains. We're going to eat where everybody else eats. And I lived through that. 
And I also lived through my grandfather, uh, who was born on Cumberland Island off the coast of Georgia, in, south, in southern Georgia by Jekyll Island. I mean, uh, I know what racial prejudice is all about because I grew up around it. But fortunately, I had a chance to go to um, Tampa Bay Elementary School, West Tampa Junior High, Lato High School, and Hillsborough High School, where my friends were African Americans, my friends were Hispanic, my friends were white. And, uh, and I mean, people I, I, I liked and I hung out with. And so fortunately, I believe because of the work of Dr. Martin Luther King and others, work that doesn't uh, come in overnight, in time those accomplishments can, can change the world. So who is it out there you might be in a position to mentor? Who is the one that you might be able to guide along the path? Lord knows a lot of our young folks in Millennial, they need some guidance. And I hope that as we remember Dr. Martin Luther King, today I thought it would be something to remember him by mentoring and maybe suggesting mentoring for you. Well, coming up in a moment, NFL Zebras steal the show last night in the Big Easy. While the Patriots, well, we saw the reruns, the sequel to the sequels. That's the story again in KC. That's up next, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. A vote is expected this week after President Trump offered a proposal to Democrats on Saturday. Though it's said the president's offer was generous to Dems, they say it's a repackaged proposal for immigration that they've already shut down. The president still wants $5.7 billion for not a wall, but a see-through steel barrier. Meanwhile, President Trump and Vice President Pence observing the MLK federal holiday with a wreath laying in Washington at the memorial to Dr. King earlier. World shares are mixed after China reported that its economy expanded at a 6.6% annual pace last year, its slowest pace since the slump that followed the crackdown on protests centered in Tiananmen Square. In 1989, U.S. markets are closed today due to Dr. King's holiday. And there's an app for that, says Pope Francis, who launched an app to unite Catholics today. For more details, visit srnnews.com. Can solid teamwork building principles apply to all of life? Here's Pro Football Hall of Fame coach Tony Dungy, author of The Soul of a Team. In my book, The Soul of a Team, SOUL is an acronym, and the S in the acronym SOUL stands for selflessness. The O is for the word ownership. Those who really own their roles on a team or in the workplace not only are present, but also remain positive. A few years ago, James Robertson, a 56-year-old factory worker from Detroit, made national news after his city newspaper featured a report about his 46-mile daily job commute. It wasn't merely the overall length of the trip that caught the media's attention, but the fact that Robertson had to walk about 20 of those miles. He rode a bus when he could, which covered the rest. His attendance record, so good that his supervisor said, I set our attendance standard by this man. Though Robertson couldn't afford to replace the car that had died a decade before, he said he never considered not showing up for work. He not only took pride in his job running an injection molding machine, but he also said he enjoyed working with his teammates. A suburban banker had seen Robertson walking along the side of the road many times as he was driving to his own job. 
One day, he happened to park and get out of his car just as Robertson passed by. They struck up a conversation, and eventually the banker shared Robertson's story, which eventually was picked up by a reporter. Robertson inspired so many people that a GoFundMe account was set up in his name, and a local car dealership even donated a new vehicle to him. What I love is Robertson's positive outlook. Even if the banker had never stopped to talk with him, I have no doubt that Robertson would be continuing to make the daily trek to the job he loved. He was present and positive every single day. Tony Dungy, best-selling author of The Soul of a Team, from Tyndale House. More at CoachDungy.com. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Chances are there'll never be an emergency ever again. But just in case, let's talk about a plan. Okay. Who is going to grab the go bag? What's a go bag? It is a bag we do not have that is filled with things we really, really need in an emergency. Guess we won't have to worry about it then. Well, this is great. (laughs) I am so glad that we don't have a plan. I know. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov slash kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. here on the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673 on this Dr. Martin Luther King's Day. You know, that music reminds me almost of the Big Easy. Going to be talking about that in a moment, that horrible, horrible moment for the New Orleans Saints. And um, unlike Jimmy Buffett, I, the Saints are not my team. My team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I'm... Um, Sports only takes me so far because I I don't get into the rivalries as deep as some do. But in a minute, I want to talk about I want to talk about what happened. I want to talk about the NFL brand. (laughs) I mean to tell you, you talk about the big stage on the big the big two games, high flying offenses. And one high-flying offense got clipped, but it didn't get clipped by the other team's defense. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Hey, I want to remind you again, um, this is a hearty thank you, thank you, thank you, and God bless you. If you're just tuning in, I want to tell you that uh, just at the moment that the campaign was officially wrapping up uh, with Heart for Lebanon, thanks to you, our listeners here in West Central Florida, we successfully crossed the finish line and met our goal. 
And what that means is thanks to you who had the generous hearts, not one, not two, not three, not four, five months. For five months, the newest classroom in Lebanon for 18 brand-new students being brought in from the refugee camps, thanks to you, that class is now going to happen for the full five months. So I just, uh, I'm going to mention this several times during our broadcast because you don't know my journey the last 10 months with uh, my leukemia that this this campaign was very important to me. We do these about four times a year. Each time I'm excited, but I just want to tell you that this one meant a lot to me to come back and to, to be a part of when I came back December 17th. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. And may he return the blessings to you for all of that. 877-943-9673. Well, last night, you talk about laying an egg. The NFL dropped a bombshell. But it certainly wasn't by design and not necessarily out of the league office. Last night, there was... No way to get around it. In the final moments of the game, a close game, a game where Sean Payton was once again leading his team down the field, he placed a beautiful spiral down into the corner, as I recall, about two or three yards outside of the goal line. And it would have hit his target if not his receiver almost getting, not speared with the helmet, but certainly with the shoulder pad, got blown out before the ball ever got there. And the defender, uh, for all intents and purposes, not completely, but, but for the most part, had his back to the ball, never looked up. And for those of you that know how pass interference calls go, If two are looking up and their two have equal right to go for the ball, then you usually just have a play and not a penalty. It was an unbelievable moment. Because the Zebras determined that game. And I can't tell you, especially with uh, Sean Payton and the Saints, One of the older guys I like because he is older. I like old guys that are still accomplishing their goals. That's inspiring to me. I know we got a couple of young teams, the Rams, their younger quarterback, and certainly a younger quarterback in KC. But boy, boy, oh boy, for anybody who has half a wit about where the teams are this year in the National Football League, we had a four-team matchup that, doesn't come along very often for the championship series of the AFC and NFC. And then to see that non-call. Well, in case some of you are wondering if I'm biased, I'm not biased. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's because the league office, head of officiating, called Sean Payton this morning. And something to the tune of the very first words he said to Sean was, Sean, we blew it. 
There is no question that the league office knows that they blew it. Now, here's what you're asking yourself. Why, since they have someone who reviews plays, this might not be able to happen for every game, I don't know, but you would think that when you got up to the wild card and at least the divisional from that point on up, you might have some additional reviewable plays. That play should have targeted uh, the hitting of the button so that the head referee would have the little voice in his um, earplug to tell him, hey, we're going to review that play. That replay is being reviewed in New York. Well, as you know, that didn't happen. But I want to give you a glimmer of hope, if the NFL is important to you, that this, this scenario has been discussed before by the NFL. And I want to tell you that Mike Tiplett with ESPN says that uh, the NFL has already decided we're going to talk about this again. I certainly hope so. And I hope it was a unanimous decision, whether it's the executive officiating committee or what. But this thing is a no-brainer. Mike Tibbet writes from the Superdome that the NFL will discuss this offseason whether or not to make pass interference penalties reviewable. A source confirmed in the wake of the infamous no call that helped Sunday's NFL that helped decide Sunday's NFL championship game. Buddy writes, however, that has already been a big topic of discussion for the past several years within the NFL's competition committee, with coaches like the New Orleans Saints Sean Payton and the New England Patriots Bill Belichick among many longtime advocates for extended replay. So far, he writes, there hasn't been much support for the idea of making judgment calls reviewable, but perhaps settlement could change after the outcry that followed the officials missing a blatant case of pass interference by Los Angeles Rams cornerback Nikhil Roby Coleman. The receiver, poor Tommy Lee Lewis final minutes of regulation. Alberto Reveron is the official that called Sean Payton and said we blew it. But I want to tell you, I don't care whose quarterback it is. I don't care whose team it is. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, you know, <laughs> Mrs. Bunkley Zach will tell you I'm very black and white. I'm just very black and white. I believe in absolute truth, and where possible, if there's something right, we should pursue that course, and if something's wrong, we we should not. That's part of my walk uh, as a person of faith, uh, in the Christian faith. But I know that what happens is, in the same way that Major League Baseball is trying to figure out how to speed up the game, because they've got a lot of uh, mid to older folks that love baseball, but you got young kids playing it in droves. Some of them, quite frankly, gone too much on these travel teams. But, uh, you know, it's a long game to sit through unless you're in Boston, New York, Chicago, somewhere where you walk from the office across the street or get the subway. 
and it's part of uh, the natural work day. Same thing in the NFL. They're trying to keep these games around three and a half hours, and so everything you add to a review is going to add to the length of the game. But I tell you, with social media, instant information, the world that has sort of groomed us to the mentality that we have today, league officials for all leagues ought to realize that when we can see an instant replay with uh, of any sport that the play of the game has a violation that can change the course of the game. Somehow that needs to be dealt with. You know, back in the 30s and 40s and 50s, I mean, you you, you know, there was no television. You sat 50 yards yourself up in a bleacher somewhere, even for pro games. And there's only so much the naked eye can see. But now, where the majority of the audience, and I'm going to say the paying audience because at home you don't pay, but the sponsors are paying big bucks on your behalf, the way that you are uh, enveloping in that game, you see everything. Now, I know that every play in the NFL, a flag could be thrown. And that's one of those things that's always kind of, you know, bothered me a little bit because I'm thinking, you know, and Lord knows the conspiracy theories on referees, you know, uh, go to every game. Now, very quickly, let me just say, wasn't a lot of surprises in Kansas City, was there? <laughs> I was out there thinking, how many times have I seen this reel, this film reel? How many reruns have I seen of, of this deal? And uh, sure enough, at least it wasn't played by the Zebras, but uh, born a game that was going back and forth, back and forth, and uh, the old guy did it again. And uh, Mr. Brady uh, is taking his team to Atlanta along with uh, the L.A. Rams that are heading for uh, Atlanta. So um, should be an interesting matchup. But I wonder if... Uh, other than Los Angeles fans, I wonder if all of America, what a choice. Brady's a guy America loves to hate because he's so good. And the Rams you love to hate because they have no business being there, maybe. Be interesting to see where the fans roll out on this. How do you roll out on this? If you want to tell me, 877-943-9673. Boy. Two weeks. America's got hatred. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. Hudson Taylor was sailing for China, but the ship was stalled for lack of wind. The captain asked Taylor to pray for wind, and Taylor agreed, but only if the captain would raise the sails. 
The captain scoffed, saying his crew would think he was crazy. But finally, he agreed to set the sails. 45 minutes later, the captain knocked on Taylor's door and told him he could stop praying. The ship was underway again. God expects things of us when we pray, namely the readiness to receive that for which we are praying. The expectation of receiving is what the Bible calls faith. And this is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover what God expects when we pray on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. Route 66, start your journey home today. Looking to further your career as an electrician? Don't do it yourself. Team up with Mr. Sparky instead. We offer electricians of all levels great perks that you just won't get going in alone, like health, dental, and vision, and paid time off. So apply today and turn your dream job into a reality. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Terms and conditions may apply. Call for details. Independently owned and operated. Licensed in their respective state or county. we believe every child should have the access and opportunity to participate in quality music programs. Music education isn't just important if you're going to make it your career. It helps boost student engagement and achievement across all academic subjects and helps children develop the abilities that set them up for lifelong success. Music has always been a huge part of my life. When I started taking clarinet lessons in sixth grade band, a whole world was open to me. I learned how to read music and play multiple instruments. From there, I sang in choir and learned about melodies and harmonies and chords and how to string them together to make this beautiful thing called music. The music education that I received as a student set me up for success as an adult, not just in my career, but in my life. Music is transformative, and I want to ensure that it's never silenced. Learn how you can help support music education at itstartswithme.org. Do you have stretch marks due to pregnancy or rapid weight gain but can't find a product that works? Stay tuned because the next 60 seconds will change everything. Celtrixa is a scientific breakthrough that dramatically reduces the appearance of stretch marks anywhere on the body. And for a limited time, we're looking for 100 women in this listening area to try it risk-free. Just call 1-800-519-9436. The first 100 callers are guaranteed a risk-free trial. Lines are open. Call now. The proven ingredients in Celtrixa help visibly reduce even the darkest stretch marks. The results are so impressive, women who've tried it say it's life-changing. And now it's being offered risk-free to this station's first 100 callers. Celtrixa is not available in stores, so call immediately to see if you're one of the first 100 callers and try it before you buy it. To find out how you can try Celtrixa free for 30 days, call 1-800-519-9436. If lines are busy, please try again. 1-800-519-9436. Do you have a cracked or broken windshield and full coverage insurance? Do you want a new windshield at no charge and up to $100 cash back on the spot for your damaged windshield? Call Autoglass America today at 813-96-GLASS. They work for you, not your insurance company. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. We turn your broken glass into cold hard cash. Autoglass America.
Bill Bunkley here. We're back, and I want to jump right into it. Uh, Jimmy standing by in Plant City, but first, you know, I was going to have some fun with uh, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Don't know if you had a chance to take in Jimmy Buffett's uh, rendition at the Superdome of uh, our national anthem. Kind of interesting. The nation's still trying to figure out what, what the microphone drop was all about. But uh, anyway, I kind of wondered, uh, the Big Easy being the Big Easy in Bourbon Street, I kind of wondered if he kind of was making his way to the Dome before he had a chance to sing. But uh, we'll never know what happened there. But um, anyway, what I really want to just share, and we'll take the call from Plant City, is uh, Newswatch 8 posted this a little while ago, and I just saw it a few moments ago, from Covington, Louisiana. An eye care practice in Louisiana is offering free exams to NFL officials after a controversial playoff loss for the New Orleans Saints. Um, Shortly after the heartbreaking and controversial call, Louisiana Family Eye Care posted on their Facebook page that they were willing to provide eye exams to NFL officials for free. The quote was, we will gladly provide no-cost eye exams to all NFL officials prior to next season to prevent the atrocity that occurred tonight. We would hate for someone else to feel our pain. Now, this is a good one. Another vision center in Texas also chimed in, according to Newswatch 8, on Twitter, saying that they would provide three exams in glasses to any ref in the league. And then they had in parentheses, you know who you are, quote, close quote. I, I, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, there, it is a painful situation, no doubt, for the Saints. But, I mean, it is such an obvious call. That's why it's so ridiculous. Anyway, let's go to Jimmy in Plant City. Jimmy, believer in the NFL, how you doing today? Hey, Brother Bill. Good to talk to you, buddy. Long time no see. Listen, uh, two two points of interest. One, uh, the Kansas City team got robbed as well for that uh, non-face mask that got called a face mask on Brady that was a third and eight, and they were on the score. Yeah, you're right. He he just brushed it, and that wasn't wasn't roughing the passer. He was was over somebody else. Yeah, it was just over the shoulder, though it was. So he got robbed, and that they went, they went on and uh, scored after that. So, you know, the score might not even have been close enough for them to come back and win should the last thing have happened. But yes, sir. anyway, second point I wanted to just reiterate that's probably been told, but uh, Roger Goodell has the ability with the rules to go back and make this right even now. He could make it start at the point of the impact of the foul, or he could make them run the whole game over again. But he uh, hasn't seemed to step up and do that and invoke the rules that are actually there for him to fix this problem if he wanted to. Well, he first of all, that ain't going to happen. But I also am thinking, <laughs> imagine the lawsuits that would prevail from sponsors. Yeah. If if millions, gazillions of dollars were paid for the spots for the game, and then that game ended up being null and void. Uh, so, so I'm well, telling you, it, for him at his level, it's all show me the money. I, I think of Tom Cruise, you know what I mean? Show me the yeah. money. And, uh, Jimmy, that's a good thought, but I don't know, brother. That, that's the long shot of long shots. Well, you think about the other side, just talking about the money. Look at Las Vegas, what happened there. I'm sure there's many people lost some big bucks on that uh, on that oh, yeah. play. Oh, yeah. That's why yeah. they they got to fix this. And with modern technology, 
if they got somebody in the booth doing the regular reviews, someone ought to say, hey, that's egregious, very egregious. We're going to review the play. And maybe it's just pass interference. You can't do it on every play. But, boy, now when the league has uh, – <clears throat> how do I say this tactfully? They have uh, changed the, the rules and the hitting and everything else. They have changed this into like arena football with a lot of uh, offense and aerial, you know, passing and long bombs. If they're going to do that, which they have, to make the game more exciting and run faster, then they need to uh, also have somebody when one of these bombs goes awry – and there should be a call. It needs to, you know, that seems to now have to go hat in hand with the changes they've made, that they've made protecting quarterbacks and everything else. Yeah, well, I had uh, vowed not to watch football this year, and I hadn't up until yesterday. And uh, I watched them, and I'm really sorry I did. I won't be watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> One last point for you, brother. Yes. Uh, I don't know when it's going to go viral to the public, but our pastor resigned yesterday. Whoa. So, so uh just yeah, well, for, for our audience, give us the church, give us the pastor. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let it come through normal channels. Okay. But you know who it is. We will pray so. for, uh, we'll just ask our folks in the second hour to pray for a church in our area and uh, their pastor who has um, resigned, and we'll leave it at that. Yep. Yeah, certainly. Thank I don't want to. I don't want to break anything that's not public. I thought it was. Uh, well, I know it's public because it happened, but, no, we don't need to break it first here. Thank you for being no. sensitive to that. You bet. Thank All you, right, buddy. Thanks. Take care. God bless you, my friend. Good to hear from you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. All right, that'll wrap up the first hour of the Bill Monkley Show. Eye exams. Contact lenses. And you know what? A button for instant replay. How about that? All for our NFL Zebras. Coming up next hour, well, the red moon was definitely overhead here in Central Florida. And guess guess which prosperity gospel adherent is now saying, nope, nope, I'm denouncing the false gospel, the prosperity gospel. That's coming up in the second hour. 877-943-9673, good for the second hour as well. I got to take off until tomorrow at 4. I'll see you back here or come see me at 570 a.m. right now. Orlando Lakes Christian School is holding their annual open house Sunday, January 27th, 1 to 3 at First Baptist Church of Lando Lakes. Come for a tour and meet the faculty. With over 40 years of experience, Lando Lakes Christian School is accredited by the American Association of Christian Schools, National Council for Private Schools Accreditation, and recognized by the Florida Department of Education. Class is available for PK 3 through 12th grade. Learn more at lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. On Common Ground with Pastor Joe Kelly. Sometimes things happen in our life and we don't understand what's going on. But God knows. Somebody might have prayed a prayer and you made an action and didn't understand what it was about. But it made an impact in someone's life. I tell you, God is good. On Common Ground, every Saturday morning at 11, here on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. 
News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Martin Luther King Jr. is being remembered around the country today on this national holiday in his honor. Correspondent Julie Walker has more. Although his voice was silenced in 1968 when he was assassinated, Martin Luther King's messages still resonate more than half a century later. In a world full of contentious politics, one of King's memorable quotes remains relevant. It's from his book, Strength to Love. Returning hate for hate multiplies hate, adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out hate. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. MLK also said loving your enemies is a necessity for the survival of our civilization. I'm Julie Walker. The deep chill has settled in much of the country with temperatures in the single digits and wind chills below zero. National Weather Service meteorologist Mark Chenard says he doesn't expect the bitter cold blanketing parts of the nation to stick around for too long. By Wednesday, we'll look at temperatures, high temperatures in the 30s and 40s across much of the east. So this bitterly cold weather is really short-lived, and by the middle of the week, we'll be uh, warming back up to above normal readings for this time of year. A northern Kentucky high school junior says he's been called every name in the book, including a racist, after a video circulated of him staring and smiling and an elderly Native American protester drumming in his face outside the Lincoln Memorial. Nick Salmon says he did nothing to provoke the man and was only trying to calm the situation. A video posted Saturday provoked a firestorm in the media over the teen's actions. Since that time, however, new video has surfaced showing the teens being subjected to hateful speech and vulgar language by a group of black men known as the Hebrew Israelites. Salmon says the students responded with chants to block out the racist and vulgar language. The video also shows Native American Omaha tribe elder Nathan Phillips approaching the teenagers, not the other way around. More on these stories at townhall.com. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. British Prime Minister Theresa May is sticking to her plan to leave the European Union on March 29th. Theresa May has told lawmakers she is rejecting calls to delay Britain's departure from the bloc and says she will press on with efforts to get an EU divorce bill approved by Parliament. May says she will hold more talks with the government and opposition lawmakers about their concerns over the deal before going back to EU leaders. The bloc insists the agreement can't be renegotiated. May's plan was rejected by Parliament last week and she faced a deadline of Monday to come up with her plan B. Charles Ledesma, London. Outlining what she plans to do after her EU divorce deal was rejected by Parliament, May said that she had heeded lawmakers' concerns over an insurance policy known as the backstop that is intended to guarantee there are no customs checks along the border between EU member Ireland and the UK's Northern Ireland after Brexit. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
The European Union on Monday imposed sanctions on four Russians blamed for a nerve agent attack in Britain, as well as a Syrian research center and its staff, as the 28-nation bloc stepped up its action against the use of chemical weapons. EU foreign policy Federica Mogherini says the decision to impose sanctions on Moscow over alleged chemical weapon use is consistent with current EU policy. We um, started to discuss uh, the um, opportunity to um, have a sanctions regime in place specific to the uh, use of chemical weapons uh, already uh, in the previous months. So the decision today has come to somehow fill in the list that was already open for possibility. The four Russians on the list are the two men accused of planting the nerve agent in Salisbury last March, Anatoly Chapiga and Alexander Mishkin, and their superiors, the head and deputy head of the GRU, Russia's military intelligence unit. More at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Bill Bunkley here, and welcome to our second hour, and I hope you are having a blessed Martin Luther King Jr. Day uh, throughout uh, West Central Florida and around the country. Glad to have you with us on this federal holiday. Some of you had the day off. Uh, Yours truly uh, did not, and uh, we are very, very honored to uh, be here this afternoon. Before we get into our program today, I uh, mentioned this a couple of times uh, during the first hour of my show. For those of you who are with me for the two full two hours, please just uh, um, give me your grace because um, I just want to make sure that um, everyone who uh, plugs in and is part of the Bill Bunkley Show family gets the message today. I know that um, everyone's busy, and sometimes you pop in, sometimes you, you pop out. During our two hours, sometimes you have a set time each day you can listen in between of your commitments. Um, I understand that fully. That's why I, I want to hit all phases of our audience to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we uh, wrapped up our campaign this weekend for Heart for Lebanon. And uh, I want to tell you that uh, just at the stroke of wrapping things up, uh, the final gifts came in. And thanks to you, our generous brothers and sisters here in West Central Florida, you provided the heart of Christ, the hand of Christ, the touch of Christ, because thanks to your generosity and your giving, we have spoken for five months, five months of a brand new classroom in Lebanon for the Heart for Lebanon children. Eighteen of them will be coming to the new class. And, yes, we surpassed the finish line 
we reached our goal. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the honor and glory and the praise. And, Father, we thank you that through the hearts of your people that we were able once again, just like we do uh, three or four times a year, to touch some people outside of our area with a little, the little help, little encouragement in you. And uh, I want to thank uh, you, Lord, first, but then I want to thank our listeners joining with us today. This one was very special to me. The, uh, the trip that I took to Lebanon was the last trip before I got uh, sick in February or was diagnosed with the sickness in February. I wasn't feeling bad at all. Um, and i got to tell you, those 10 months that I was out of pocket, uh, I, I thought about not only many things about life, but I thought about the many overseas excursions I have taken on behalf of uh, Salem Media Group to some very um, – uh, difficult, sometimes hostile areas. But I want to tell you that uh, seeing over a million kids running around in refugee camps and moms that are with them, but no dads to speak of, handful of dads and uh, no, no teenagers because of horrible things that happened, dads and teenagers, that... Um, you know, when I was looking at my return, which took place on December 17th here at Salem, uh, I knew that the Heart for Lebanon campaign was already uh, going to be uh, in operation. And um, it was just important for me to keep informing, keep asking until we reach the goal. And thank you for doing that. Uh, this particular campaign at this time meant a lot to me. And uh, I'm excited because we got... We got uh, three or four, three or more three or so campaigns to go this year, and I'm going to be super super positive about those because I know what it's like, uh, you know, to to have that bend in the road, and usually most of who we are helping, whether our campaigns or children or families who have experienced a bend in the road, oftentimes in a very very poor place of the of the globe. And uh, I am just very committed to the things that we have here. We have resources and we have abundance in some areas. And uh, sharing a little bit is certainly right in line with what I believe God would have us to do. So thank you, thank you, and thank you. Well, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Who among you? ventured out in the cold last night. Who among you realized that the moon could not be in any worse of an awkward position to try and witness the blood moon? Now, I got to be honest with you. It was cold last night. And uh, after losing about 50 pounds, not having a whole lot of extra layers of meat on me, fat, uh, I get cold very easy. And then, you know, as I'm out there trying to look directly overhead, much less try and get a picture directly overhead, and unlike two folks that got run over over in West Palm Beach uh, for laying out in the middle of the road, I'll talk about that in a minute, uh, there was no way I was going to be laying in a cold lounge chair uh, whether on the grass, which was still moist from the 24 hours of, uh, of the rain that we had. Uh, young Zachary, you know, plopped right down on our, our driveway. But uh, 
I mean, forget about getting a decent picture unless you were laying down, unless you were in a lawn chair. But uh, once again, it was this rare lunar eclipse. Um, And this one was called the Super Blood Wolf Moon. That's pretty impressive. And by the way, this one appeared basically across the globe, finally got here on Sunday evening. Now, NASA, uh, they reported that the entire celestial event lasted more than three hours. And this comes to us from CBN News. Uh, Great reporting on this as well. Uh, Christian Ellis uh, is the contributor for this report. But it was three hours. It began at 9.36 last night, ended about 1.50 a.m. this morning. And the beginning of the total eclipse started at 11.41. Now, uh, our young Zachary, you know, uh, as the games were wrapping up, uh, the the second game, Kansas City and uh, the Patriots, NFL playoff game, well, well, Zach was ready to go. And uh, I just told Zach, 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 we, we got a couple hours to go here, okay? I'll be glad to come out and look at it, but we're just going to be looking at a regular moon. And fortunately, at least here in northern Hillsboro, uh, the, uh, the clouds move through. I don't know in the southern portion of our listing area, uh, down, uh, you know, uh, Sarasota, down south, uh, Mayaka River. I don't know if the clouds cleared out there or not, but uh, the show went on. Now, the um, let me tell you what three of those names mean. Supermoon. Now, that's a full moon that appears bigger than normal because it's at its closest point to Earth during its orbit. Can I be honest with you? I didn't think that was so super a moon last night based on size. And it could be me, but I thought there was a little, even though the clouds had moved on, there was a little haze in the air. So, and I've noticed, um, I remember one time when we were New Year's um, out in Montana. And uh, it was New Year's Eve, by the way. And it was, a, it was a clear night, and there was a full moon. And, man, that thing was huge. So I've never forgotten that, and so I don't know that I really was all that impressed with the size last night. Now, why is it called the wolf moon? Well, our Native Americans termed the phrase wolf moon to describe the first full moon of the year. So the first uh, moon in January is known as the wolf moon. Now here's the difference last night that happens uh, rarely. Last night was a blood moon. And if you went out like we did about 11.50 to midnight last night, you saw that the moon uh, certainly was reddish in color. It was in the midst of the total lunar eclipse that lasted about an hour, I think. And that's when the earth and the moon and the sun all line up, and that gives us that, that reddish effect. Now, as you know, in the last uh, few years... Um, blood moons have been written about, talked about, and uh, they certainly have a connection to potentially to prophecy and end times. And many Christians believe scripture indicates a blood moon is a sign from God regarding the return of Christ. 
Some of you are probably familiar with the work and the writings of John Hagee. A couple of scriptures uh, CBN News referred to, and I want to refer to them as well. In Joel 2.31, the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. Joel was a prophet prophesizing, and so we know that uh, according to Scripture in end-time prophecy, um, whether it's a, uh, a blood moon like this or something else that God causes to transpire with our viewing of the moon, um, we will have a red moon. Now, flipping over the New Testament, the book of Acts, chapter 2 and verse 20. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and notable day of the Lord. Obviously, Acts is quoting Joel 2.31. But nonetheless, that that is um, proof and evidence that that concept and belief was moving forward into the New Testament period. And in Revelation 6 and 12, John, he said, quote, And I beheld when he opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. I was reminded last night that with all the modern astronomy, we have a lot of information on the red moon. But imagine many, many, many years ago where all societies were agrarian societies, all based on agriculture, all based on crops, all based on rain, not too much rain, uh, dryness, not too much dryness, et cetera, et cetera. Imagine when you were up at night and did not know why the moon was turning red. Why was God allowing the moon to become red. Certainly a total different experience for those who were outside a couple thousand years ago than what it was for those of you who froze last night trying to get a glimpse of the of the full effect of the eclipse. So John Hagee would tell you that blood moons have a sign are a sign from God uh, to the world that something big is about to happen. He correlates in his research and study previous blood moons to important events happening both here in the U.S. and Israel. He had uh, given an interview in the past to CBN News and said, The evidence is very clear scripturally that God controls the sun, the moon, the stars. No argument from this talk show host about that. And God is sending us a signal through the sun, the moon, and the stars. The question is, are we listening? I also have no problem with that statement i'd probably expand it are we listening in all the ways that god is talking to us through his scripture through events through our friends through uh learned scholars prophets and pastors so um it was interesting it was a a fun night um uh there are going to be four more eclipses this year now, they're not the lunar eclipse. I don't think they're blood moons, but we've got this story repeating again and again. And by the way, um, there was a couple over in West Palm Beach. They lived across from a park. 
and uh, probably was a little warmer there in Palm Beach, but that probably gives me encouragement that the front actually moved out of our WTBN Central Florida listing area because if they were over in uh, Palm Beach or West Palm Beach and they were out watching the eclipse, that means that the the, the clouds must have uh, moved on through. But <laughs> So they live next to this park. They go to the park, and they're lying down on a road in the park because it's nice and dark in the middle of the park. You'll never guess what happened to them. They got run over by a police car. <laughs> the uh, the patrolman was uh, just on patrol in the park. He was only doing about five miles an hour. Uh, he ran over them. Now, both of them went to the hospital, non-life-threatening injuries. You know, didn't go... The story didn't go much into what happened, but anyway, this poor officer, because of what happened, he's now been placed on administrative leave until they figure out how the folks, you know, I know what happened. Well, I don't know what happened. I have a great speculation as to what happened. He was driving with his lights off on a desert, a deserted road inside a park that only those heading out the lover's lane, you know, go out to and so how do you how do you find the cars parked around lover's lane off under the hedges and the trees well you turn your lights out and look around uh my bet is he had his lights out and until he heard uh i won't i won't repeat the sound mike but uh you know that sound when you run over something it was at that point that he he hit something and i would imagine much to his surprise when he found out what he hit so we pray for recovery for those two people. But, um, again, a day in the life of America, the red moon and getting run over. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. More of the Bill Bunkley Show is coming up uh, in a moment. Well, guess which prosperity gospel adherent has now turned 180 and is denouncing the prosperity gospel as a false gospel. That's next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to christianpublishing.com. That's christianpublishing.com. Zulon Press. 
book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need. For the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day, join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at Godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's Godvine.com. Culture, Issues, Society. This is Law and Justice with Jay Sakulow. Many countries are founded upon different religions. In this country, a short 200 years ago, we were founded on Christianity. And, you know, we don't expect immigration to China to change the religion that they were founded on. Why must we? You know, that's an actually a very good question. I'm doing a, a dissertation on and studying the Supreme Court decisions on church-state separation and the whole, what I call the religion cases, starting from the very foundation of the country. And even the non-Christian justices of the U.S. Supreme Court talked about the Judeo-Christian heritage of this country or talked about the Christian aspect of the country from the founders. And what is fascinating now, you're seeing this kind of evisceration of anything religious in public life. And some of these opinions of the Supreme Court of the United States bristle with hostility to all things religious in public life. Find out more at ACLJ.org. That's ACLJ.org. Everybody's making money at it except you. You're losing holiday business to your online competitors. Talk to us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your online marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales coming out of this season. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround, increasing sales dramatically. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. That's surroundtampa.com. Bill Bunkley here. We're back at the Bill Bunkley Show. Martin Luther King Jr. Day here in America as we reflect uh, on the life, times, and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King and so much that he has given us in terms of uh, nonviolence and civil disobedience, two things that we may have forgotten, especially as we see how leaders in our country are encouraging people to yell, scream, get in people's faces when they go to dinner, all sorts of things that uh, certainly do not line up with uh, what 
a lot of these young people could learn today, and I hope they do. Well, Prosperity Gospel. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Might as well take on a little controversial subject here on this Monday afternoon. Prosperity Gospel. Now, first of all, let's be perfectly honest. The Bible has a whole lot to say about money, a whole lot to say about giving, a whole lot to say about hoarding, among many, many topics. The Bible has many scriptures that speak to our giving. And I want to share some of those scriptures in the light of the question, Does God promise to make us filthy rich if we do certain things? Now, the basis for the quick discussion, 877-943-9673, is I'm going to read some scriptures. And they certainly talk about the fact that as you are obedient in certain areas, God will bless you back in certain areas. But the one concept I want you to remember throughout our discussion is these verses are not the only verses that hold sway over your life as a follower of Jesus Christ. Now I got to tell you right now, you can't be beating your wife, but yet lining up with all of the scriptures that talk about being blessed financially and expect the Lord to bless you and your family while you beat your wife. And that is one of the the first flaws in 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 just this prosperity gospel because many of the adher- adherents, you know, it, it makes for uh good audiences, good crowds, makes for, you know, encouraging people to pull out that wallet and give. But we shouldn't it's one thing to say that God will bless you as you bless others. Absolutely true. But you start putting a quantitative number on that. No, 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 no. Shame, 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 shame. Nope, nope, nope. That dog doesn't hunt. You're not God. I'm not God. God is God. Jesus is Jesus. Holy Spirit is Holy Spirit. And the Trinity knows exactly what's going on with each and every one of us. And for me, that's comforting. Now, one of the biggest proponents of prosperity gospel has now changed directions. And we'll get to that person in just a moment. Just want to share a couple of things here. Deuteronomy 15.10 in the Old Testament. Give generously to him and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hand to. Now, that's got to be taken in context with uh, how you are doing with the whole counsel of God. But it also does not tell you how much God is going to bless you. He will bless you in that area. But, you know, your total life, your total testimony to him is very important. Deuteronomy, the 16th chapter, the 17th verse, Every man shall give as he is able. I think about the the widow's mite here. 
Every man shall give as he, every man or woman shall give as he or she is able, according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which, which he has given you. Now, isn't this interesting for the prosperity gospel? This particular passage tells us that as we are blessed by him, by our work, our investments, or whatever, he's already blessed us, and out of that blessedness is where we are supposed to give out of our blessing. Which at least here might remind us that not every time we give are we going to be blessed, because, by the way, realize it's not your money to start with, it's his money. He owns it all. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. And so, how about Proverbs 3.27? Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Man, that's a, that's a powerful verse for all of us. Proverbs 3.27 ought to come up every time you encounter somebody on the side of the road asking for money. Is it in your power to help in some way? And again, I always think about picking up some McDonald's or Burger King or Chick-fil-A cards. I mean, if you, if they got, if you see the, the man or woman or family somewhere in an area, you know, don't give them a Chick-fil-A card if Chick-fil-A's closest one is 20 miles away and they don't obviously they don't have a car, or at least that's the appearance. You know what I mean. There is ways to bless just about on every budget. The righteous gives and does not hold back, Proverbs 21. And then, how about this? Malachi 3.10. Some of you are already going to tune me out. You already know Malachi 3.10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. And test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven. And pour out for you a blessing until it overflows. Now, for the prosperity gospel purveyors, this this is this is a big one. They just tell you that you know, give your check tonight and uh, watch out. That window's going to open up, and uh, you better watch where you're standing. You're going to be just blown over by the blessing. What happens if the blessings in your particular situation? Don't come in financial blessings, but other blessings. Maybe a cure for a disease. Maybe a prodigal son or daughter coming home. God doesn't necessarily, by the way, God says, prove me in the small things. Prove yourself in the small things so I can trust you with the larger things. Some of you that are in knee-deep in debt and... um, just know that the way you handle your finances is just is is a big area of improvement in your life. You got to realize that if you're blowing it there, you can give twenty percent, and he's going to bless you. But he may not bless you dollar for dollar, two for one, three for one, four for one. But that's the inference of the of the prosperity gospel. And I want to tell you that. Matthew 6, 3, and 4 really relates to Mrs. Bunkley, I, and Zach. You know, with our disability, coming off disability, and we are still going to be behind the eight ball for many months to come, and we have to uh, be working next day or two on our fundraising for the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission uh, for our work in Tallahassee and also part of the resources for our family. But you don't know how many people have quietly either given a 
a gift to us directly or through the hands of someone else. And this is this is this is the 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 verse that talks about them. But when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving will be in secret, and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. I got to tell you that there are folks I don't know who have helped us, but I'll never know who they are. If you're listening, if you know who you are, thank you. God bless you. But I tell you what, folks that quite frankly help us with, say, Heart for Lebanon, other things. I I love it when sometimes the, the call comes in, hey, I'm giving this, but I don't want my name on the air, I mentioned on the air. That's someone who understands Matthew 6, 3 through 4. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with us acknowledging those who are stepping up as well. But it's it's the work of the Holy Spirit in all of us individually. So this whole idea that you are going to be part of, you know, gospel prosperity and you're going to make a ton of money. Well, I'm going to take a break. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Maybe you've been in a prosperity gospel uh, congregation, fellowship. Maybe you got some thoughts about this. I am not saying, I am not saying that if you give, it's up to God. I'm not saying that God will not or could not or doesn't have the power to, to just bless your socks off financially. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is to say that it is a given for everyone who gives, that is the area. That's the danger zone. Take your calls as well, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. More than a half dozen Democratic presidential prospects took advantage of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday as a prime occasion to grab attention for a nascent or potential campaign. Among them, Senator Kamala Harris of California used the occasion to announce she's running for president. Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Michael Bloomberg, Kirsten Gillibrand, Cory Booker, and Bernie Sanders also took stages around the country to commemorate King and advance their message. What would have been a holiday for federal employees is now day 31 of the partial government shutdown, and there are no signs of progress. Democrats have dismissed a plan that President Trump says is a compromise. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has agreed to put the plan to senators this week but Democrats doubt it'll get enough votes. Some conservatives also oppose Mr. Trump's proposal, which they consider a form of amnesty. This is SRN News. 
Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall & Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement Divorce or loss of a loved one may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who've served our country, guys like me. Support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Learn how you can help at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Then bursting Just blood 
Bill Bunkley here. I love the Gettys. Boy, they just ministered to me, and that's one of my all-time, I have a few, probably many, all-time favorite hits, and uh, just inspiring to have that on the Bill Bunkley Show this afternoon. 877-943-9673. Before we get to Angel and Plant City, I want to uh, share with you uh, who has uh, changed camps out of the prosperity gospel. Some of you may be aware of the ministry of Joyce Meyer. And, of course, uh, Joyce is uh, certainly in some um, neighborhoods of uh, the Christian faith. Uh, Been a blessing in other neighborhoods, has been uh, controversial. But uh, Lindsay Elizabeth, reporting for CBN News, said that Joyce Meyer has admitted that in the past, her views on the prosperity gospel were out of balance. Meyer, who has received much criticism, according to CBN, for her preaching on the prosperity gospel, shared with her Instagram followers the dangers in taking such theology too close to the heart. Now, goes on to report that I'm glad for what I learned about prosperity. This is Joyce Meyer, but it got out of balance. I'm glad for what I've learned about faith, but it got out of balance. Meyer noted that this sort of theology led to her belief that the reason others experienced calamities was due to a lack of faith. Wow. That, that is a stunning admission. But I want to just tell you that that thought probably enters in many of us from time to time as calamities hit and you're trying to search for, you know, we, we want to know why. God doesn't always share with us why, but we want to know why. George Meyer went on to say, every time somebody had a problem in their life, I thought it was because they didn't have enough faith. If you got sick, it's because you don't have enough faith. If your child died, it's because you don't have enough faith. She explained that she has since learned that faith doesn't ensure that everything will be perfect. But rather it means simply putting your trust in God in all things. Faith is something God gives you that you need to use and release in your life. It's a powerful force, but it's not just an automatic You put your trust in God. You put your faith in Him, she added. And uh, CBN News reports that uh, Joyce Meyer's announcement comes as a surprise to some because she has been a major proponent of the prosperity gospel. I mean, major in times past. Now, Joyce Meyer still controversial, but I, I want to tell you that there's a lot of um, the people who are out there on behalf of, of God and the Lord Jesus. It takes, a, it takes a lot for a person to acknowledge that they have misappropriated, misapplied, mistaught the sections of Scripture, and, and for that I, I applaud what she has shared, especially since we we do pray for God's favor. I pray for God's favor. Um, As I said 
during the last break, we're, we're behind financially. I, I'm praying for his excess blessings to open up doors in my service of him so that we can, you know, like all of you, uh, pay our bills, hopefully put a little bit away for Zach's college and future. But, you know, it is what it is right now. So we have that hope and belief. But I'll tell you what, part of that is, is realizing that you've got other areas in your personal life with your spouse, with your family. Man, if you've got, if you've got unrepented of sin, habits or whatever, you know, you can, you can line up with, quote, unquote, the prosperity scriptures all you want to, and it's just not there. 877-943-9673. Angel's been very, very uh, patient. Let's go back. This is Plant City Day here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Wow. We have Jimmy. Now we got Angel. Angel in Plant City, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, Bill. How you doing? Can you hear me well? I hear you absolutely loud and clear, my friend. Hey, well, first of all, I'm so so uh, blessed that you're back on the air. I heard you, like, as they were pre-announcing it, and then I heard you the day you got on. And, uh, I mean, I think you, you're I, – I would say you're a little bit lighter just because I know you kind of what you went through. Um, I did work at Moffitt Cancer Center and several clinics, the radiation clinic, the oh, hematology man. clinic, the pain intervention clinic. So I've seen all the good, bad, and the ugly. So I'm so blessed that you went there. And then you know, then you must know Dr. Lancet, my doctor. Yeah, definitely. A little bit short on words, but a very, very highly regarded doctor in the hematology clinic. One of the most capable hematology doctors on the globe. And as you know, people come, uh, heads of state, people who have the means come from all around the world, not only to Moffitt, but for Dr. Lancet. So I'm yeah, and you probably doctor. And I hope you got to check out with either Josue or Mercedes, because those are two of my great colleagues that I love very dearly. Yeah, and, and Dr. Perez is my BMT doctor. Okay, excellent, excellent. I didn't work in the BMT too much, although it's closely affiliated with hematology. I just stayed on the downstairs floor, but you're in good hands with Moffitt. So, hey, listen, I know you got um, a lot of people to talk that's to. That's okay, that's okay. Take your time, take your time. Okay. Make a point. Well, 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 yeah, but that was again. It was a blessing working at Moffitt. I'm, I just already know that all the staff you've been dealing with. So that's awesome that you got to work or work with that facility and that team. Um, but yeah, as you know, you know every day is a blessing that we get up. And you did say a lot of stuff while we were um, kind of while I was holding. So I'll just kind of tell you what I was thinking in terms of uh, Joyce Myers. I've watched a lot of her stuff, but you said a lot of people say, "Why am I going through these things, trials, tribulations, etc.?" Well, you know, the other question is, why not? How I look at life. Your, even your circumstance, our trials, our tribulations, our suffering is for other people more than it is for us usually. And so that's the reason yes. why. Because the Bible says you will suffer. Jesus suffered. And if you're a Christian, you will guarantee suffer. That's what the Bible says. If you believe it, that's what's going to happen to you in life. Now, God will be there with you. But suffering is suffering, and it won't be fun. But if you look to the rock of the salvation of Christ, you'll be all right. And that's how I read the Bible. Now, continuing along, uh, we get into... Um, James says, count all trials and tribulations as joy. So when you suffer, don't cry. Don't be sad. Count it as joy. Jump up and down and leap for joy because Christ has you in that trial and tribulation. So that's how I look at things, and I'm dealing with stuff myself. I was short money. Believe it or not, Bill, I got a $1,000 check from a job from last year in July. <laughs> Praise Lord. So that's how God can bless you. And I know you, you've seen that before because that's what God does for us. Now, um, as far as faith, we've all been given a measure of faith. But I guess my, I would say my goal in my life is to increase my measure of faith as close as I can to the faith that Jesus has. And that's all of our calling, because then you're walking as, a, as Jesus walked with all faith, without doubt. And so, again, 
we're not perfect, so we're trying to get to there. But, you know, if you can get as close as you can to Jesus, you're on the right path regarding your faith. Now, um, in Malachi, we talked about tithing a little bit. It says, after the regular scriptures that we read, it says, as a man desires in his heart, let him give. So that's one thing that I, I like to use as, you know, if, let's say, I'm tight on money, if I have the right faith, I'll always give whatever I feel is the right amount to give. But let's say I don't have the right, the, a different faith, whatever I decide to give, I'll give it, and I'll let grace and mercy cover me in that kind of giving. So that's how I look at it in terms of, you know, what are you going to give? The Bible says this, people say this, what do you believe? That's how I look at it, that. You know, I like to give a certain amount, but if I think things are different on a month or whatever, I'll give whatever I think is appropriate, and I'll be confident in that because I know there's grace and mercy that covers me in that area because God sees my heart. And the last thing I want to say is um, you said something about spouses. Well, the, there's a scripture that says, basically paraphrasing, if you don't treat your spouse right, your, your, your prayers can be hindered. So, you know, if you're not, doing, you're not doing certain things just with your spouse or other areas that you know are sinful, treatments, attitudes, whatever, you know, I wouldn't expect all my prayers to be getting answered the same way they normally might get answered if I know there's something that's out of order in my life. Um, and that kind of almost comes back to the conviction with, with, uh, with um, Joyce Myers. But I'll say on that whole prosperity movement, the thing is this. The whole prosperity gospel, by saying that, you, we could, now at this point, you can say anything's a gospel. I can say faith gospel. I can say forgiveness gospel. I can say any word and put gospel behind it and make that my own theology and use scriptures to verify it. The whole problem with the prosperity thing is, like she said, they took it out of context. God will prosper you in every area of your life. That is his will. But if I give a million dollars to a church today, that doesn't mean I'm getting a million dollars back. All it means is my seeds will be sown to a good ground, hopefully, and God will repay me with whatever he sees fit and is whatever time he sees fit. If I need a million dollars tomorrow and I give a million dollars today, God might not give me a million dollars back. Mm. He might give me, like you said, he might give me a million dollars when I, the last day I die, a million dollars comes to my account, and I use that for my children's children's blessing, and I never got to see it on earth. But That's my right. prayers are that, God, I'm going to bless you with what you bless me, and you're going to do what you want. I want to buy a new house and a new car, but God will determine whether I get the new house or the car. All, he's gonna, all I have to do is give, and he'll determine how he's going to bless it back to me, whether it's monetary, whether it's covering for safety, whether it's tuition, whether it's whatever it is. It's his, I, I have a preference of how I want God to bless me, but it's always going to be his will, and I have to give him his opportunity to work in his time and in his will. But my faith is going to be for what I need and what I want, but I'll allow him to do whatever he wants without any regard. And that's, I think, where people get messed up on the prosperity. They say, I give you this, I want this back in this certain time, and if you don't do it, then you're a bad guy. And I think that's where we took the prosperity to the whole wrong context. Yes, you'll prosper. Yes, you'll be blessed. But you can't, you can't tell me, you can't see a jail sentence for five years right now as a blessing when your case gets overturned and the government gives you a million dollars. You can't see it while you're in jail for five years. You see it as a trial and tribulation. So that's why we can't even recognize the blessing that God gives us. So we got to reel it back a little bit, pray about it, see his will in these things, and then let it be revealed to us what the purpose of these situations are, such as a, a medical illness, such as losing a job such as a travesty in your family. We don't know what's happening right then, but allow God to work it, let it be revealed to us, and it will surely be a blessing, but it's in his time and in his will. Angel, we got to get you in seminary, my man. 
All right, we'll talk I about it. I could not have said it better myself. That's why I wanted you to share. And, Angel, you know, the bottom line is this. We don't give to get. We don't use God as a holy bellhop. We give, and we let him decide what the get's going to be. But, Angel, thanks for being with us. You really added to our show today. God bless you, my friend. I appreciate it, Bill. Thanks. Bye-bye. Until tomorrow at 4, that'll wrap up a good day in the house of the Bill Bunkley Show. We'll see you tomorrow at 4. God bless and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.